0: Lightshade is Colorado's premier dispensary, not just because they have a premium selection of cannabis concentrates, top-shelf flour, edibles, tinctures, accessories, and more, but it's because of the expertise of those who work there. If you're not sure what you're doing, go into any number of their 11 Denver metro area locations, and they'll set you up no matter what you're trying to do. They are the experts, and they are going to guide you in the right direction. They're also going to give you 25% off all non-sale items when you use code DNVR at any of 11 Denver metro area light shade locations. That's your first pitch. Now let's play ball. Welcome into the DNVR Rockies podcast, brought to you by DraftKings Sportsbook. Right now, when you sign up using code DNVR, That code is going to allow you to make a $5 bet, and you're going to turn it into $150 in free bets, as long as you just pick the winner of the NBA Finals. That's it. Any game, pick that winner with code DNVR. You turn 5 into 150 on DraftKings Sportsbook. I'm Patrick Lyons.
1: And I am Susie Hunter, and I'm excited about this series coming up.
0: For the first time since 2017, Cleveland's Mm -hmm. coming to town, and for the first time ever, the Guardians will be here.
1: Yes. Yes, that is exciting. And also, I mean, if anyone knows me on social media, you know that I unironically love Cleveland as a city. And um, I wish we were there right now. It's truly the Paris of the Midwest, but.
0: <laughs> wow. <laughs> did What What was your take on the I uh, not
1: announcement? not expect laughter oh, from the laughter. room.
0: <laughs> yeah, we got an audience today. <laughs> what were your thoughts on the the name, Guardian? And we've got plenty of, of Rocky's business to cover today. Yeah, we do. Uh, we should talk about that some some events that haven't happened at Coors Field or for the Rockies mm-hmm. in quite some time. We'll, we'll, we'll do some over and under, so to speak. Yeah. Uh, and you sat down with Jeff Dooley, which was pretty cool. I got duels.
1: Yeah. The you got duels. voice of the Hartford yard goats. He had a lot of great things to say about some prospects that we are all keeping our eyes on. So.
0: I heard um, yeah. I heard it was really just a 45 minute conversation just about Ezekiel Tovar is that true?
1: Um, you know what? we did talk a lot about him, but we Naturally. did talk about some other guys too. We also did acknowledge the fact that it's not even legal for them to be playing baseball without me present. Sure. This is their first season without me. Or I guess last season was their first season well, when without. When you talk me about
0: things being legal and you talk about Ezekiel Tover, I mean he's only 20 years old, so there are still some <laughs> things for him that are not legal yet. He
1: so. can't even go to Pig's Eye Pub in Hartford, he can't. a favorite spot for
0: So sad. For all poor of us. <laughs> poor guy. That's okay. He'll be uh he might be in Denver by the end of this season. We'll mm-hmm. see about Knock that. On wood. But <laughs> Cleveland Guardians come to town. What was your take on that since you you fancy yourself as a you know, a, a pseudo Clevelandite. Uh, Did I'm you Cleveland like the name? Adjacent. Was that your was that your your pick? Do you like how that that went? Was there a, a sleeper nickname that you you also liked at the time when they were rebranding?
1: You know what? Um, I I didn't have anything in mind going into it. I happened to be in Cleveland right after they changed the name, so I actually got to talk to a lot of different fans there about what they thought of the name change. So kind of like a mixed bag. I think it was still so fresh. I think a lot of people, especially like some older people who have had the, who had the Indian's name for much longer were just like, I don't like this. Why do we have to cancel everything? But then like people who were like, maybe like more our age or younger were like, you know, like I miss it and like I understand why it had to change. So I'm okay with it. I'm good with it. I'm at peace with it.
0: Yeah. Everything in life, I feel like is a gift and a curse. Yeah. It just, it all depends on how you look at it. Just Just, focus more on the gift part and the opportunity the fact that you're still able to able to keep the the final five letters uh, of the team name of course <laughs> yeah. Oh,
1: everyone cherishes the last five letters
0: the, the deans <laughs> well it was funny because i know where they train in, in goodyear arizona you know they've they had to get all the new branding up but there were some things where they just left up the d i a n s for the end oh my and then gosh. they they removed the i n and they just put g G U A R. So you know this what? is a very spelling heavy, very not word friendly uh, podcast. I'm describing here.
1: Very interesting. See, actually, I'm realizing now. Like, oh, I didn't get to Goodyear this spring training. You, pr- I'm assuming you did because you have noticed all these weird little things. The
0: wonderful world of Twitter takes me to many places. I, I was not in Goodyear uh, this. Year. Oh, you
1: weren't. Oh, okay. Not. Never mind.
0: I was not. No, no. That that is a nice ballpark, and it- it's interesting seeing all the the planes that are just kind of just chilling there like that. Mm-hmm. random uh, airport, uh, which is interesting. One thing that's been kind of random that, you know, we've talked about it plenty because there's been a lot of doubleheaders. Already yeah. five this season. That's a lot. They have they've played four in less than a month. They've played four doubleheaders in 21 days. I think that's the most that they've spent days per doubleheader. Right? <laughs> we've got miles per hour to know your... <laughs> It is now. It's a Patty,
1: Patty stat. stat. That's it. Let's go. It
0: is. They uh, last year they had six double headers, which was the most that they've they've ever had to deal with before. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I think they were still doing the seven inning double headers last year. Yeah, they were. Mm-hmm. So this is yeah. the first year that they'll have six full nine inning double headers because there's still, there's one coming up uh, in San Diego on August second at the trade deadline. Last year we know what happened at the trade deadline in San Diego. We'll see what happens this year. I don't. I don't think it'll go uh, quite as poorly. I don't think there'll be as many people disappointed in the clubhouse when that happens. But yeah, last year mm. they had four doubleheaders in 25 days, and it, it's just a, an interesting anomaly to, you know, be forced to play that much. And it, it made me think, like, you know, who who has the uh, the franchise record for most 27th mans. 27th men yeah 27th man i think (laughs) you're the 27th man on the roster yes it's an interesting little stat i mean that's really you're the last guy on the bench yeah you're the 27th man
1: um i'm surprised truly surprised that you do not have a spreadsheet of this yet 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 is the key word
0: i got bigger fish to fry here but i will get around today i will art in town well, we uh we might have to to fry up some things on the, the hot stove league, which typically it's what we call baseball in the off season, mm-hmm. but I feel like it's starting to heat up here in the summertime with the trade deadline, you know, still six weeks away. Again, it'll be August second. Usually it's like usually in the past it had been the, the final day in July and then they would kind of tweak it accordingly sometimes. So it would be like on a Saturday and you can make uh you know, more to, uh, of an event around it or a Sunday night.
1: Mm-hmm. So you
0: could play off that. But it's going to be August 2nd this year, which is a Tuesday. And already there's been like discussion out there. MLB.com has, has started to put it out there about players that the Rockies could end up dealing here at the trade deadline. And again, a lot can happen between now and, and even a month from now yeah. to decide if they're going to be buyers, sellers, or kind of just standing pat Mm-hmm. I don't know. Have you gotten a sense as as to what where this is going to go or, or what they might do if they're kind of just on the cusp if if they're going to go one way or the other?
1: Yeah. Um. Uh, first of all, when you say six weeks, that does feel so soon. But it also is. we know a lot can happen because we're going to play a million games between yeah. now and then. I feel like I don't I just don't see the Rockies doing too much. Yeah. You know, I don't see them making too many changes because, you know, again, we're. You know, the Rockies not totally tanking, not going to win this division. It's like this limbo. What is really going to be accomplished by the trade deadline? I
0: think I think that's true on both, en- both ends of the spectrum where you're totally out of it. You might not deal away that many pieces. I, we'll, yeah. we'll talk about some of those players. I actually uh, have some confidence that maybe confidence isn't the right word, but I think Bill Schmidt could be a little bit more aggressive if they are out of it partially because most of their big-name guys are locked up. They spent $400 million, or they invested $400 million this mm-hmm. offseason, and all of those guys are essentially going to be coming back. So you still have all of your faces of the franchise. Mm-hmm. So you can get away with trading some players if you're really out of it. But you're right, it'll probably be you know less than more. Yeah. Whereas on the flip, if they are chasing that sixth spot for the wild card, if they're not you know firmly entrenched in that, uh, third spot in the wild card and mm-hmm. sixth best record and overall in the natu- National League, then they're still probably just going to kind of dip their toe in the water, similar to 2018 when really they only acquired Sung Wano in a trade. Uh, Drew Butera was, was around that time. Yeah. Matt Holiday had come off uh, retirement essentially <laughs> to play. So, I mean, they did add three pieces there, but mm-hmm. you're right. I think either way it's not going to be uh, any extremes. Now, Rockies have six players who are going to be free agents at the end of the year that some they have more of a relationship with than others, mm-hmm. but the two names that have been floated out there the most on MLB.com are two guys who signed one-year deals in the offseason, Alex Colomay and Jose Iglesias. Both are playing pretty well right now, and if you're a contender looking for a shortstop or middle infielder, because mm-hmm. Iglesias can play some second base, uh, and you're looking for a back end of the of, of the bullpen, Colomay is going to be your guy, and I think they would fit for just about anybody.
1: Yeah, for sure. And, I mean, also looking at Jose Iglesias, I mean, if Tovar's going to move up anytime soon, that would be a great move.
0: Bingo. Yeah, we talked about it on uh, Monday's live show, Tuesday's podcast, with Drew Goodman, that mm-hmm. kill two birds with one stone on that, if you want. I mean, I don't know that people are going to be heartbroken to see Iglesias go. Again, the take's going to be, oh, look at that. They're they're quitting and they're giving up. And, in a sense, yeah, you, you'd be right as a fan to to think that. But then, oh boy, you're going to feel a lot better. Mm-hmm. It's like falling off your bike and then you get up. Your, your knee is still scraped, but then someone gives you a brand new bike. And you're like, I'm good. I'm good. I'm not going to really remember the fact that I skinned my knee. I got this badass new bike.
1: A very interesting analogy.
0: That's a great one. I just made that up on the fly. Come on. <laughs>
1: that's, your mind is fascinating, Patrick.
0: That, that's a <laughs> that good, is good metaphor, right? That's, what, what that's I, a metaphor. Me, rate my metaphor. We need a graphic here. here. <laughs> rate my metaphor. That what would you rate that one?
1: You know what? I would give it a seven, only because usually okay. when you fall off your bike, you don't magically receive a new bike. Well, that's no, very rare.
0: But if you did.
1: But if you did, that'd be great. That's what I'm
0: saying. I'm not saying like it would actually happen. But <laughs> if you got that brand new bike, you're like, no, no, I'm I'm good. And like, oh, here, let me let me put some uh, back with No, wait, what do you what do you put on a scab? <laughs> <skip>? Sodium <laughs> sodium peroxide.
1: Do you, I mean, I think you...
0: Uh... you got to clean it out. You're like, I don't even... Don't Hydrogen even clean it out. Hydrogen peroxide. Hydrogen peroxide. There we go. Oh, boy. You can tell I, I haven't really injured myself too many times.
1: I have needed hydrogen peroxide in a very long time yeah. i don't ride bikes like that anymore i don't really do activities that put me in, at risk of injury but
0: your knee could still be wide open and you're like i don't care about that i got the new bike <laughs> that's what it's going to be if you trade in a glacier. The, ol- the only way that metaphor
1: works is like if someone if some rich guy hits you with his nice car on your bike and he's like okay i'm gonna buy you a new bike
0: that was literally a movie in like 1990 called Blank Check, I believe.
1: Oh, <laughs> kid gets Kid got yeah. hit by a car
0: and was given a blank check for a new bike and he ends up cashing for like a million bucks or something I, like that.
1: I'm pretty sure I have not thought about that movie in like 25 years. I
0: have not either, but I I, I hear things out in the ether and I pick it up and go, oh, yeah, I remember that. And then it kind of revitalizes it.
1: Encyclopedia Patrick. All Al- right, we should.
0: <laughs> Alex Colomay was revitalized. Again, I think yeah. he's a good trade chip. MLB.com said, Angels, Blue Jays, Phillies as candidates. Angels and Phillies, I mean, they got a long way to go before they're even in it. So it'd be interesting to see how much you could get back for it. But again, you know, you might not want to overexpose some of the young guys in the bullpen. So I think that's why in the past, the Rockies have held on to some relievers in their last Mm -hmm. year or two before free agency, because you're really trying to protect some of the younger guys. And I think that would still be true in this instance. But Look, if you can capitalize on that and and bring back a prospect, and you never know, you just got to keep the phone lines open. You could really, you know, get your uh, socks knocked off like, like me right now <laughs> with my sandals. Then, sure enough, that's a good that's a good deal. You 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 got to uh, accept a, a deal like that. Daniel Bard, Carlos Estevez, Jolie Chassin, Chad Cool, also all four players in the final year mm-hmm. of their deal. I don't know. I, I don't know if you necessarily see any of them going away. Chassin probably has the least amount of trade value. Obviously, right now he's mm-hmm. struggling a little bit. I don't think we've seen him. Uh, he he didn't pitch on the road at all last week in San Francisco and San Diego. But um, those other guys, again, the situation will kind of dictate what'll happen just a little bit if, uh, if if they if they swing a deal for those guys. Because they're all they're, they're all going to be free agents at the end of the year. No harm, no foul in trading them.
1: Yeah, for real. Um, but then again, it's like you know Chad Cool has been such a bright spot, such a consistent piece of the rotation. So it's like, oh, I can't even imagine the Rockies parting ways with that when that is one of the strengths.
0: But if you got Ryan Feltner, you're creating a spot for him. Mm-hmm. But you can you still can never have enough pitching. Like that's the thing. Yeah. You go if if team if a team picks up the phone and, and calls Bill Schmidt right now and said, we'll give you a lot for Chad. Cool. You're like, well, I mean, we do have Ryan, we do kind of need a spot in the rotation a little bit, you yeah. know, n- by the end of this homestand, someone's going on the IL. Cause that's just how luck goes. Right. Mm-hmm. Unfortunately. Yeah. Um, we also know where I thought you might've been going or you made me think of is the Rockies are enamored with Chad. Cool. And okay. That that's great. You still, you still think Ryan Feltner is going to have a spot in this rotation next year, right? You like what he's done mm-hmm. already. Again, the next six weeks will give us a lot more information about him. But if Ryan Feltner's in the rotation, the other four guys are are coming back next year: Marquez, Freeland, Sensatella, Gomber. Mm-hmm. You are not going to bring back Chad Cool, so you can't even have really the argument of, well, we would like to re-sign him, like in the John Gray situation. We know yeah. that, that went ass, you know, he- ass over tea kettle, as they say. <laughs> um and that didn't go great so i mean chad cool could be one of those candidates there's also four guys that are going to be free agents at the end of next year so you kind of capitalize early you could trade him in the off season but right now you might get a little bit more because teams are getting now a season plus out of that player mm-hmm. robert stevenson cj crone probably not for him because again they gave him that extension but he will be a free agent after uh, the end of the 2023 season. Mm-hmm. Randall Gritchick, who they don't have that same, you know, uh, longstanding relationship as much as uh, CJ Krohn. And then last but not least, Charlie Blackman.
1: I can't believe we're towards the end of that contract. Yeah.
0: And so that would very much not happen. Yeah. Ever.
1: I couldn't, I can't wrap my head around that, especially.
0: No, no, no. I I, I can't see Charlie Blackman in any other uniform it's impossible. Like almost literally. Like like literally, what about just a uniform? What if he's like an accountant or he becomes an agent and he wears a suit and tie? Can't see him in that uniform either. I
1: can't picture it. Uh, imagine There's no other uniform. Imagine if he was a Yankee and he had to shave all that no. beard off. That would be the worst thing to That's, ever happen.
0: Woof. That oh. You said it. You said it. Not me. <laughs> At the Susie Hunter on Twitter. Not me. No way. I don't. I don't think I don't think Charlie would even want want to do that. I mean, he's having a really solid season this year. Power solid. numbers are great. Mm-hmm. Again, I don't know what the Yankees analytics department is doing, but they could they crunch do. the numbers and say, "Hey, that swing would play real well with a short right field porch." Mm. Maybe we do throw the bag at at Charlie Blackman.
1: Listen, Ooh. the Yankees do love uh, taking Rockies.
0: I feel bad for just saying that and putting that out there in the world. (laughs) You're like, oh, no, I'm convincing myself that this could happen. No, it better not. You're
1: much more worked. I was just talking in hypotheticals. You are living it in your head right now.
0: But he could be like the next Johnny Damon, (laughs) which I don't think Charlie Blackman wants to be the next Johnny Damon. But you're going to get a nice, you know, razor deal from Gillette. Maybe Harry's. Maybe you go with a newer kind of company. I mean, they own their own factories over there in Germany, don't they? Isn't that part of the commercial?
1: I don't. Oh, I don't know. I'm <laughs> not well versed on this commercial.
0: <laughs> I feel like they used to be like a, an advertisement on like every single podcast. Harry's shavers. You hear he's got to look over there. Like yeah, I, I've I've I purchased think, a couple of Harry's. I in think my I day. just
1: tuned those out.
0: That's it. Yeah. No. I, I Charlie's not going anywhere. No. No doubt about it. I don't see Crone going anywhere. But you know, again, you could get creative. I think it'll be interesting to see what happens. Maybe the Rockies. Kind of do a, an old school baseball trade. Talked about that again uh, with Drew Goodman yesterday about how if you don't want to give up prospects and, you know, you don't want to accept prospects from another team because now your big league club has taken a step back. Could be similar to the Tapia Gritchick deal. Tapia has an on-base percentage under 300 right now. He is not doing very well. We, we saw a lot of him, I feel like, in April. Like, he was on TV a lot. Yeah. He, he was batting cleanup in one game for Toronto, which was wild. Mm-hmm. Had a walk-off hit. Had some nice little swagger. Didn't he, like, rob a home run?
1: He, yeah, he had a home run I feel like he had robbery. a good start. He, he had a good
0: start to April.
1: He was getting attention for sure, and uh, he's not getting that attention now.
0: No. No, he's uh, he's back to being Tapia, but it's fun. It's fun, to say the least. Yeah, we'll uh, We'll see he's got one more year left before he reaches free agency so uh rockies will uh, do battle with the toronto blue jays next year we know with that balanced schedule so to speak yeah we don't know if it's going to be in colorado where they play or in toronto which the rockies haven't played since 2013 it's the only city in mlb the rockies have never won in folks oh and nine google it 2013 oh my is their last time that they went there
1: Did you write this down? How do you just know all of this all the time?
0: It's 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 underneath my Hartford Yard Goats cap. That's it. It's just in there.
1: Yes.
0: (laughs) That's it. It's one of those things. You go. I don't want to forget it. So then I don't. It's like
1: that sounds so stressful, Patrick.
0: Yeah, I guess. But you get used to it. (laughs) Anything, anything that you push yourself to do, can be stressful. But then you build up that strength and that tolerance, and then uh, then you're good, right? (laughs) That's how
1: it like, works. We gotta get a therapist on the show at some point. Uh,
0: that would be, ooh, that would be very interesting. I'm gonna
1: invite my therapist on the show.
0: Yeah, we that would be a, a, a fun that would be a fun time. We could have uh, all of our uh, members to the dnvr.com on our members only Discord. Oh, they they <laughs> oh, not yet. <laughs> they they put in suggestions. It's like, okay, if you were the Colorado Rockies, what would you say? And then you know, come up with a phrase about, look, we're just happy to be outdoors, it's a beautiful place, whether we win or lose, we're just glad to be here. Now, what would you say as a therapist if someone made that comment to you? Like, well, I'd be a little concerned about this. Uh, I think that's a healthy way to be, right? Like, like <laughs> diagnose the Colorado Rockies, like all those different things.
1: Oh, I see where you're going. I'm very
0: loyal <laughs> and I really feel like the people that you know got me here are the people we should stay with, warts and all. And you know what? Sometimes we might do it too much to, to the detriment of, of mental health and what have you. But you know what? Loyalty is very, very important to me. Boom. Therapist. What are your takes if somebody says something like that? Book that segment. We don't need a graphic yet, you hear. Don't worry. We don't need a graphic yet. But that is a segment that's... Uh, going to happen at some point so you got to be a member to the dnvr.com again only 50 cents for first (laughs) month have access to the members only discord so you can take part in stuff like that you can also come down to the dnvr bar wednesday night game one of the stanley cup finals i you want to be there besides the fact that well it's free to get in right whereas the tickets to uh to get into ball
2: arena have to be at
0: least like 20 25 bucks right
1: um, I'm pretty sure they're going for an arm and a leg.
2: So, so the very top uh, ball arena ones, because I was looking at it, was yeah. like $700. All
0: right, so like, at least 25 yeah. is still correct. It's still yeah. accurate.
1: I mean, it's, price is like, right rules. You won. That's, that's how I live <laughs> my life.
0: Exactly. Yes. No. Um, but, yeah, free to get in. And also, you probably want to be there for, for game one and game two and game three and game four, because there may not be a game five, game six, or game seven. Mm-hmm. Could be a broom situation here. I mean, where this is going to be a curling town. Knock on, wood. Knock on wood. Could be a curling town because you're going to have those little sweepers on ice. Ooh
1: as a former curler, I love that.
0: There you go.
2: Wait, what? Former Okay. I was on a
1: curling team here in high school.
2: This is news to me. Uh, We can talk about this later, but this is crazy. When we start
1: the DNVR underscore curling beat, we will definitely talk about it.
0: But we are doing it on the corner of Colfax, New York. You get a member sized beer, extra raffle tickets at our watch parties. Also come celebrate because it's going to be the last time for a while. Uh, We're doing some renovations here. We're going to be bigger. We're going to be better and we're going to be more dnvr So yes. come on down for the Stanley well Cup Finals. Uh, and make sure you have a, a Breckenridge Brew because, look, that's what we've got on tap. That's what you want for your member-sized beer. But also, it's still not too late. Go to breckbrew.com so you can nominate a community star and send them to the Stanley Cup Finals. Like, legit, for these games that are going to be in Denver, Breck Brew they've got tickets, and they want you to nominate a stellar community member and an Avs fan who deserves a chance to celebrate at one of these Stanley Cup finals. They've been doing it all throughout the playoffs. They're going to hook them up with two tickets, gear to match, and of course, the drink of the season, Avalanche Ale. Celebrate properly and toast someone that you know that gives back to the community and deserves this. It's Breckenridge, or rather, it's Breckbrew.com to nominate that community star. And again, proceeds of all Avalanche Ale Goes to Community Fund Boulder County to benefit the Marshall Fire victims. As we said at the top, code DNVR on DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NBA. You turn five dollars into 150 in free bets. Are you just a straight up go for the win person, or do you like these same game parlays where you can kind of cobble together two, three, or four bets so you have an even bigger payout? Which one's your style?
1: love to just pile on those parlays, you know? Right? Love it. Yes. I love a little chaos in my life. You're like,
0: favorite? Yeah, I can't go against that one, so I like this favorite. It's not going to pay me out a lot. What about this other one? Also agree with Mm -hmm. the favorite. Not going to pay me out a lot. You do that for two, three, or four uh, stacked on top of each other. Now you're talking about big money. Best part right now is when you use code DNVR on DraftKings Sportsbook, and one of those legs doesn't hit, and you got three legs to the parlay, Guess what? Don't worry. They're still going to give you $25 back in free bets. Can't beat that. Must be 21 or older. Colorado only. New customers only. Minimum $5 deposit. Restrictions apply. See slash sportsbook for details. Gambling problem, call 1 800 522 4700. So before we get to our conversation or your conversation mm-hmm. with Duels, Jeff Dooley of the AA Hartford Yard Goats, took a dive into Memory Lane. AKA the media guide to look at some things that haven't happened, kind of like to put on our radar, okay. like almost like Easter eggs when those things pop up and you go, how did they find that answer so quickly? Or again, if you're at the DNVR bar and something crazy happens, you'll go, you know, that's the last time that that's happened since boom. Impress and your
1: friends that. with your knowledge. <laughs> so
0: the last inside the park home run, the Rockies have hit was by Ian Desmond in 2019. <gasps> Blast from the past. How about a that? A
1: blast from the past. Even though 2019 is not that long ago, but like Ian Desmond feels like a lifetime ago.
0: <laughs> well, it depends on how you categorize the pandemic. That is almost like, literally and figuratively not yeah. to get too serious a lifetime ago, right? Yeah. That, that got way too serious there. Uh, but Patrick man, took it to a dark place. I, I, I did take it there. Um, this is, I wouldn't say dark, but this is, uh, again, something to keep our eye on. This will happen. We won't have to wait three seasons like the inside the park which you know I am a little bit surprised we haven't seen just because the odds of something like that happening at Coors Field maybe it, it underlies uh, you know the issues if you will with the speed of the team right we know that they're uh, at the bottom of, of MLB and, and the National League when it comes to stolen bases so they don't have as many speedsters as before power mm-hmm. has come at a premium so those inside the parkers uh, are, are, are few in between few and far in between. But back-to-back home runs. Susie, when was the last back-to-back home run we saw this season? This season? Yeah. I mean, you've been watching literally every pitch.
1: Have we even had that this season? There we go. We haven't even had that this season. There we go. It's been since last year in September in Philly.
0: That's right. September 10th, it was CJ Crone and Trevor Story. And so, of course had to reach out to Rocky's PR. They had to put in the special request from Stats, Inc. Because <laughs> Pat Head wasn't working for me on that one. This was a real deep dive. We are... So it's been 277 days now that we have not had back-to-back home runs from the Rockies. So obviously the offseason kind of bumps that up. It's the sixth longest drought that we've had for back-to-back home runs. If you're just looking at games, it's 80 games. And that's the eighth longest drought that we've had there's been four streaks of a hundred or more which i was pretty shocked by hmm. to think that a hundred or more non-back-to-back games that really sounds like a made-up stat
1: it really does
0: <laughs> there's been four 100 plus non-100 back-to-back home run games because that's not even a phrase non-back-to-back
1: It yeah it just you're just making things up right now no
0: backs to no backs <laughs> What would we even? How would we even <laughs> categorize that one properly?
1: What is the acronym for that one?
0: NB2NBs.
1: I guess so. Yeah, it
0: might have to be. <laughs> Enough of the bees. But uh, those, all of those four streaks of a hundred or more non back to back home run games, <laughs> uh, they all, they all, they're all post-Humidor. So you go. All right, that makes sense. Mm-hmm. Uh, there were, you know. Uh, a slight downtick in home runs, but they all came during some of the worst seasons in franchise history, 2011 to 2017, 17, they made the postseason. We get it, but still uh, all of those four came in that span. So predictions, who's going back to back?
1: Ooh, who is going back to back? Um,
0: You got, I mean, you got to go with the odds first off, right? And you got to say who backs back to who, who hits back to back, right? Like that's gotta be a big one. If if you're if you're going for the odds, right? Yeah.
1: So I feel like well, krohn has got to be in the mix. Has
0: to be. Has to be. Has to be.
1: So who else do we? <laughs> and then
0: one other player. And then who? Well, else? Um, well, Buddy's been flipping the lineup around, right? krohn has yeah. been hitting third a decent amount. Uh, he hasn't been hitting very well actually. Uh, over the last couple of weeks, he, he's in a drought, so he's due. He's mm-hmm. very much due. We could see it on this homestand, in fact. But been hitting third, and then whoever bats second has been. Uh, going back and forth between Daza, Blackman a lot. Mm-hmm. Uh, we haven't seen Iglesias there in a while, but Brendan Rodgers has now been batting cleanup. Mm-hmm. You know, we did even see um, Ryan McMahon batting there on occasion. Uh, so I don't know. I'm going. I'm going Blackman and Crone. I've, I think yeah. Blackman and Crone. They they probably go back to back most frequently. Would you like that over Connor Joe and Charlie Blackman?
1: I would. Say Crone Blackman over Joe okay. Blackman. All
0: right, I, I would, I would as well. So we're gonna go. Yeah. Again, I mean, we're going with the odds here, so it maybe. I mean, isn't why fun. would we go
1: against the odds if but we're making maybe, predictions?
0: But we've got a lefty and a righty, so maybe you want to go two on the same side hmm. now. But he doesn't have the two lefties going back to back, so you'd have to have two righties going back to back. Therefore, Crone Rogers. I'm going Crone Rogers. I could see it. I'm going Crone Rogers. I'm going I'm to mix it up. All right. Crone Rogers. So all right.
1: what do we get if we, who, who, what we get if one of us wins this prediction?
0: How about if you lose, you here's going to make an, a graphic with your cartoon. I don't, I don't know what's going to happen. What do you think you hear? What would the, uh, the shame graphic be? That's it. Like if you lose a bet, we have to have a shame graphic. Yep. Maybe, maybe it's like, you look like Biff from back to the future and you're in a car with like manure all on your head and all oh. in the car. He hates manure. We know this about Biff, don't we? No. <laughs> I
1: haven't watched
2: Back to the Future in a really long time. You hear? I mean,
0: you're you're the generation below mine, but Back to the Future still revered. Yes.
2: Yes, very much. I I watched that when I was, I think, like five. That's and last... that
0: since you've not revisited Back to the Future or Back to Future Two, arguably a better movie.
2: No, I've no. I oh I love old movies, and by old I mean early two thousands
0: old timey movies you know before they would stream before old. we had to, you were forced to go into
2: theaters old
1: timey movies oh that sentence hurt me <laughs> that hurt a lot you hear
2: over 20 years and they're still old to me
1: i um i feel attacked you
0: hear have you ever had a vhs
2: yes yeah, so as a kid i had a vhs i could watch all the nickelodeon movies Nickelodeon or Disney movies? Nickelodeon. I was a Nickelodeon kid.
1: Yo, I was a Nickelodeon, Nickelodeon kid, kid too.
2: Yep, I would Let's watch go. like Rugrats. They had the Ninja Turtles were produced under the Nickelodeon brand. Look at this guy. So All right, I the was Ru- a big guy. Did you that. have?
1: Did you have that orange VHS?
2: Oh, uh, those were the best because I knew exactly where <laughs> it was. I, they would never I, get lost. I don't know
0: this, but I kind of want one now. That's I. I did not grow up as as a Disney kid. I didn't have the Disney Channel, so I was. I was a Nickelodeon
1: Nickelodeon kid. I mean, we had Disney Channel at one point, but like for most of my formative years, we were Nickelodeon. We might have had Disney Channel and I just didn't watch it.
2: Disney Channel does not compare to Nickelodeon. Nickelodeon is way, way better.
1: I mean, Disney Channel had some good movies. I'm not going to lie. Yeah,
2: but they came out for that. They came out for HBO. Well, they came out like every now and then, but Nickelodeon every single day had a good show, good cartoon, something going on.
0: Yeah, my household, we paid for HBO, but not for Disney. But again, I wasn't. It was in Disney. So. Yeah. Are you afraid of the dark? Loved it. No, I'm asking. Yes. Oh, okay. Oh, it was also a show title. All right, I got you here.
1: All right.
0: <laughs> let's talk about some holidays. We've got holidays coming up. Father's Day this Sunday. Yes. The last time the Rockies won a game on Father's Day was 2017.
1: Um How about that? when I think of Father's Day and baseball, I think of that game, that, that Nolan Arenado game where yes. he's le- he that that was a walk-off, right? Yes. His face is bloody. Smash-off as well. <laughs> smash-off. Um, that was just, that was iconic. That was I- like a real true iconic moment. And it's actually kind of a shame that it happened on Father's Day because like that really intense picture of Nolan is in like the baby blue Father's Day jersey. It's yes. like, oh, that would have been a lot better if it was just like a regular Rockies jersey. Yeah.
0: My story for that day was I went down to go get tickets, stood in line for Rockpile because it was a last-minute thing. Hey, me and my wife, we'll go in, go into the city. We'll do that whole thing. And it was right before I started working for DNVR. Waited in line. They sold out of the Rockpile. Rock pile. And I was like, oh, still went to the window to see what they had and was being very frugal at the time. So I was like, all right, I'll take the the standing room only, which maybe was like 14 15 And then it's like, well, because it's a holiday, it's $24, but it does come with a food voucher and i think we had brought lunches and i'm like i'm out and it just it it threw me off i said no because a one legged man cut me off in line oh,
1: wh- and cursed what?
0: cursed me out what yes and so that <laughs> put a sour story taste it was
1: taking a weird turn it
0: did and i was like i just i kind of want to get out of here and then the afterwards vibes were way off the vibes were way, <laughs> off.
1: Vibes were way and off before i
0: left i just felt bad for this guy and i walked up and i was like hey because he thought i cut him but no, it's not what happened. He tried to cut like three other people and then the security like booted him out. I was like, hey, man, sorry. No, no hard feelings. Hey, have a good day. And then he told me to go F myself. I was like, OK, I'm glad I took the higher ground. I was like, all right, thank <laughs> you. Didn't shake my hand. And then afterwards, my wife goes, that man is by himself on Father's Day for a reason. And I go, yeah, which made it even sadder oh. on top of that, which kind of did. Right. Oh, my
1: gosh. Yeah, this is. a.
0: And then I listened to the game on the radio and I go wait a minute, this guy is going to hit a, a walk-off home run to complete the cycle, and then he does it. And so I was I was at the stadium that day just on the outside and before the game started.
1: I mean, I, I'm sad for you that you uh, did not get to attend the game, but at the same time, like, if all that weird stuff happened to me before a game, I would have been like, no, like, I got to get out of here. Well, that was it.
0: Like, I was like, oh, you know what? The tickets are a little bit more than I, than I want them to be. No, I, I just wanted to get out of there.
1: I wouldn't, see, I wouldn't have made that decision because I um, love to spend my money recklessly.
0: Yeah. Yeah.
1: But that's just me.
0: Well, this year. This year. So they're looking to do it for the first time in five years to win on Father's Day. Fittingly, they play the fathers, the Padres.
1: I love that.
0: How do you like that? It's going to be Sensatel and you, Darvish, if all things stack up. They also haven't won in a couple years on Labor Day. 2018 hmm. was the last time. Uh, this year, Milwaukee will be at Coors Field. That's like a two ten game, so they'll be uh, home on Labor Day. They're not home on Fourth of July. They were home on Memorial Day, so mm-hmm. you're getting the holidays. They weren't home on Mother's Day, right? No,
1: no, they were not. They were not. They no. were away. Yes. Where were they? I don't know.
0: Some, I don't remember now. Somewhere. They were out somewhere. will goes west. So do the Rockies sometimes. All right. <laughs> How about recent of the months? We had Brendan Rogers was the player of the month. And uh, we've had a couple pitcher of the months. There's actually only been four times in the Rockies history that they've ever had been awarded pitcher of the month. How about that?
1: Uh, How about it? That's not a lot. That's not a lot. (laughs) No.
0: Uh, Sean Chacon was the first. There's a shout out. Wow. Kid from Greeley. Uh, Ubaldo did it twice. And then most recently it was herman marquez back in september of 2018 uh hmm. kyle freeland probably has the best shot of anyone right now uh, he's 1-0 and in his 13 innings pitched so far this month and in, in two starts he's only given up three earned runs 2.08 era so he's uh he's in the hunt got a long way to go yeah still have at least three more starts so we'll see if maybe we can get uh the fifth the fifth pitcher of the month award do you think we've had more or less Rookie of the Month awards for the Rockies I, four?
1: I, I I know I have the information somewhere. I'm going to guess more. <laughs>
0: You'd be correct. <laughs> okay. Very good. I I probably would have uh, called for a bust on that. I would have said exactly four. But seven times mm-hmm. Rookie of the Month, we got Jason Jennings, Clint Barmas, Garrett Atkins, Troy Tulowitzki, Ian Stewart, Trevor Story, most recently Antonio Senzatella, uh, in April of 2017, his first month as a big leaguer was three and one, <laughs> 2.81 ERA. So that's pretty cool. This month, uh, Brian Feltner's got a long way to go. He's got a homer, for RBI. Mm-hmm. It's going to be hard as as a catcher not playing every day to kind of rack up those stats. Maybe Ryan Feltner if he uh, can get it together over his final three starts. But right now he has a seven ERA. <laughs> so we'll kind of wait and see what what happens uh, with those guys. So been a while. Been a while since it's we've seen
1: It's been a that. while, yeah. Servant had such a such a fun first couple of games, though.
0: He did. He did, very, for sure.
1: Very Trevor Story-esque.
0: Yeah, I'd be curious to know how many catchers have ever won Rookie of the Month mm-hmm. in their respective league. Because, again, you're, you're not playing as much, so you just don't have quite as many opportunities yeah. to do anything. Uh, do you want to give a shout-out before we get to Jeff Dooley? Minor leagues, it's time, right? It's not Monday. Not in any capacity. Not on the live show on YouTube. Go to the DNVR Sports channel on YouTube <laughs> or on the podcast, uh, but...
1: In no universe is Today Monday.
0: No. and Yes. No. And I live in a lot of... We both live in a lot of universes. You,
1: you live in, You live in so many different yeah, universes. I think you do
0: too, but you're right. Maybe I live in a couple more.
1: I, I think you live in a few more. Okay. I uh, That's fair. Maybe... I, I live in one and it's just my own.
0: <laughs> <laughs> oh, I live in my own too. There's there's multiverses <laughs> within said dimension in my own head. Uh, but three Rockies prospects won the player slash pitcher of the month award: Yankeel Fernandez, Brian Castillo. Fresno Grizzlies swept last week, both pitcher and player of the month. And then Double pitcher Nick Bush uh, for the Hartford Yard Goats. Uh, Buddy mentioned him on the depth chart a couple weeks ago when when talking about all the pitchers in the organization. So it's kind of nice that those guys got acknowledged. Yankee Fernandez, particularly nice, 19 years old. He is a guy to definitely get excited about.
1: Yeah, let's get excited about him. Um, So, yeah, in the last five games, he went 8 for 24, three homers, four doubles, 14 RBI.
0: 14 RBI in five games. That's... Damn. Uh,
1: My uh, expert analysis is that's a lot.
0: (laughs) My expert analysis is just Damn. Yeah, I think he had at least three, four RBI games. One of them, he had a grand slam, but Mm -hmm. uh, he's one of those really good young prospects to be excited about that are far down in the minor league system. A lot needs to happen. Again, it makes you hopeful to say if they can just be around 500, and by around, I would say no more than four games under 500. No more than four games under 500. By July first, then you know what you could start trading some of these young guys that you don't feel as highly on, and you take that risk. You trade a player, and you don't know what he's going to going to become. Now you might not be as aggressive as the White Sox were when they traded away Fernando Tatis Jr. Mm-hmm. before he had even suited up for the White Sox, uh, and you you deal him to San Diego. You're not going to you know go that crazy, but you've got a lot of bulk right now with uh, a lot of these Dominican summer league players who've just started playing in America. Fernandez is one of those Brian Castillo, mm-hmm. uh, one of those guys who uh, pitched really big on uh, manager Robinson Cancel's three hundredth career victory as a manager. So uh, good for him. A lot of those young guys to be excited about.
1: Yeah, there's a lot of youth down there in the minors.
0: That's it. That's it. I'm I'm excited to hear uh, what Jeff Dooley has to say about Double A because they're playing incredibly well, and I'm I'm excited because as I mentioned earlier. Did did come straight from the dentist, getting a mouth guard so I can sleep better, right? Because you got to get your rest. Oh my gosh, that's super important.
1: Yes, and
0: only one place to go, Green Mountain Dental. Here we group. go. That's the spot. <laughs> well, look, a lot of DNVR members have already made the switch to them, yes. so it's only right. I do the same. Right now, when you schedule a cleaning, X-ray, and exam, you get a free Sonicare toothbrush, same one that I use. See these pearly whites?
1: Look how pearly they are.
0: That's it.
1: Incredible.
0: Very pearly. All thanks to Green Mountain Dental Group, located only 15 minutes from downtown Denver. Check them out. And if you need a bite to eat, Sexy Pizza is the spot. Capitol Hill, Old South Pearl, Jefferson Park, Park Hill. Go in, get the Suzy Special. Now, let people know what Suzy gets when you're down at Sexy Pizza because we are pizza snobs. But Sexy Pizza does it legit.
1: I, can they give me a pizza? What's
0: I, the Suzy special? Yeah. I
1: love a veggie pizza. I think right. I've gone on the record for this before. Any veggie pizza is absolutely up my alley.
0: Yeah, they, no, they have a secret menu for sexy pizza. Again, you ask for the Suzy special and <laughs> this secret menu is so secret, they won't know what it is. So tell them it's the veggie pizza.
1: <laughs> it's so secret, I didn't even know yeah. that I had a menu item on the secret menu.
0: That, This is so exciting. It's a secret to
1: everyone but Patrick.
0: (laughs) That symbolizes a secret menu. So there you go. That's what you get. They also have a location down in Trinidad. So if you're going on a little road trip, uh, great sand dunes, I don't think you'd probably take that route exactly. But maybe if you're going down to Albuquerque, Mm. you're going to be in that general area or maybe a little Santa Fe action.
1: Yeah. But
0: if you want to scout some of those uh, isotopes, we're going to hear about some of the guys in AA that could possibly get promoted here very soon. Stop by at the Sexy Pizza location. And again, if you're having any parties or functions, go to their About page online because they love donating to the community because they are as community as community gets 13 years here in Denver. That's Sexy Pizza, www.sexy.pizza.
1: I always say this, best URL in the pizza game. It is. Hands down.
0: Some of the best pizza is in Connecticut and some of the best minor league baseball is in Connecticut. Yes. Susie, how fun was this interview catching up with Jeff Dooley, announcer for the AA Hartford Goats.
1: Well, I've known Jeff Dooley for a long time, so it was just great to have a conversation with him in general because I haven't talked to him for that long in quite some time. Uh, but the Goats have so much to be excited about. This is probably one of the best seasons they've had. Um, yeah. I talked to him over the weekend before they were leading the league, and now I think they are. Maybe I'm getting these numbers.
0: They're 38-19. It's the best start in franchise yes. history.
1: Yes, it is. So they wow. are on their way to securing a playoff spot, which is really exciting because the way they do it in A is, you know, first half winner, second half winner. So this is the best team they've had since the road goat season. Jeff Dooley's is going to tell us about that. If you don't know what the road goat season is, it's uh, when the AA affiliate did not have a home base for an entire season, played Dun- all their games on the road.
0: Yeah, Dunkin' Donuts Park uh, was was not complete. Not There are all kinds of shenanigans and issues with construction and lawsuits and everything. So, yeah, they those, were the road goods.
1: Those lawsuits took a while. It was a very juicy time to live in Hartford, Connecticut, for sure.
0: Well, if you want the juice, you got to go to Jeff Dooley. So yes. here's Susie's interview with <laughs> the juice himself, Jeff Dooley.
1: All right, you know I am not shy about playing favorites when it comes to Rockies affiliates. Y'all know I'm a yard goat for life. And joining us, I'm so excited, is the voice of the Hartford Yard Goats, Jeff Dooley. Jeff, how you doing?
3: I'm doing great, Susie. You are a yard goat for life. You're one of our first and biggest fans, and uh, you know what? Wherever you go, I know you 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 take a piece of that uh, that blue and green with you for sure.
1: I really do. Thank you for recognizing that. Uh, but you guys are having a really fun season. Uh, this is probably one of the best seasons you guys have had so far. Tell us a little about what's going on in Hartford.
3: Yeah, it's a good team. It's a really good mix. I, you know, last year we really struggled really from the the start of the season right through the end. And um, we heard that a lot of the Rockies prospects were at the lower levels of the minor leagues. And I, I think we're seeing some of those guys not only get to double A now, but really develop and um, there's a couple of kids that are playing extremely well. One kid that's really opened up eyes, I think, uh, from every person in baseball that's seen him play and that's the shortstop Ezekiel Tovar. He does so much to impact a game. He can get you defensively. He's got a good arm. He's got a tremendous glove. He's got really good range and he's also a guy that can get you with his bat. He um, he's leading the league right now in both batting average and hits and he's among the league leaders in several major offensive categories. So, you know, seeing some great shortstop come through the the yard goats and going even back further than that where the franchise was before. Well, you know what, he's about as good as it gets. And he's just so fun for us and, and for yard goat fans to watch every day.
1: Yeah, this is, Ezekiel Tovar is the prospect that I feel like everyone is talking about. So you guys must be enjoying having him there so much. Um, yeah, how are the fans reacting to him?
3: They love him. They love him. I mean, he, he, you take a look at what he does. He's so excited. He had a walk-off home run a couple of home stands ago. He's had a walk-off hit as well. But you just watch a kid like him at age 20. And that's the funny thing, Susie. He's, he's only 20 years old. Oh gosh. I mean, yeah, if he's a couple of years older, he's probably in, with the Rockies in the big leagues. He's, I think he's got a bright future ahead if he can just stay healthy and keep the course that he's on. But he just loves to play the game. He's getting a lot of media attention now both with, uh, you know, nationally as well as uh, local, and uh, he's a tremendous kid. He's never says no, and he's just a joy to watch play every day. And and he is so easy to root for, as are many of the guys that are both pitchers and and hitters with the yard goats this season.
1: That's awesome. When do you think we'll see him up in Colorado? Any predictions?
3: That's a good question. I mean, it, it depends on what they want to do at the at the major league level um you know i would think that they're not going to rush him being 20 years old i think if he's a little bit older then maybe they test him a little bit more but um you know whenever that time is we'll all have a few tears because he's someone that is real special and, and i can tell you you don't get a guy that you, you don't get a, a player like that every year so uh, we, we're certainly not taking it for granted
1: Oh, I love that. That's awesome. All right, so we're going to get into a couple of other prospects that we want to keep an eye on. Let's start with Carl Kaufman, who has been with the Yardgoats before. What are we seeing from him this season?
3: Yeah, much different guy this year, and 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 I, and I don't know how much um, you know was fair when you look at his numbers last year because after just two starts in A ball, he got moved to Double A, and he really struggled. He'd be the first to tell you that, but well, he turned around things. He he. he he told me that he was giving hitters a a little too much credit instead of maybe using his strengths he was trying to go against their weaknesses and he said sometimes you just need to be confident and use your best stuff to get guys out and he has been really good he's been one of the best starting pitchers we've had uh for 2020 um i think they they moved they they tinkered with uh, a, a few mechanical things as well um but he's someone that He's fun to watch every five days to go out there. He's a he's got a power fastball. He's a, a mid nineties guy that, you know, he has some really good secondary stuff as well. And he battles. He's not afraid to to go after the best hitter in the lineup. So I think he's someone that, you know, is certainly on the radar and someone at some point that could certainly help the Rockies win games up, up in den- out in Denver.
1: Yeah, I like that. That's a good analogy for life in general. Play up your strengths. Don't worry about other people's weaknesses. That's just like overall life advice right there.
3: Yeah, and you know, he's heard so much. And again, just a kid that, imagine playing three games of pro ball. And, they, and, and listen, he he went deep into the College World Series at the University of Michigan. So they wanted to shut him down. And then obviously the pandemic happens in 2020. There's no minor league baseball. So I, I think he probably got to Hartford because he was probably the best of the guys that had a chance to maybe help Hartford's rotation a year ago. And I think the thinking was, well, if he has to return a second year, Ryan McMahon returned a second year. He was the best player in the league. So there's nothing wrong with repeating a level for sure. But the mindset, I think, going in was, you know, I think a little bit of nerves like, wow, I'm at double A now. I need to really try to figure this out. And sometimes that's your own worst enemy. I mean, you want to obviously have a a game plan going in, but they always say don't overthink it. You obviously got to this level for a reason. Keep doing what got you here.
1: I love that. Um, I remember Ryan McMahon's second year in Hartford. He was great. And now look at him. He's thriving here in Denver. (laughs)
3: a special player he's one of my favorite all-time players for the yard goats and uh, he's so easy to root for in colorado
1: i feel like anytime i ask anyone who has any affiliation with one of the rockies farm teams who is your favorite player a lot of people say ryan mcmahon
3: no doubt yeah he's he's just one of those personable guys i mean obviously he's a rock star on the field but i think he's a rock star off the field too Every time I see him in spring training, he's asking about how people are doing back in Hartford and always talks about what a great experience that was. And as you know, uh, Susie, he played in the first ever Yard Goats team at Dunkin' Donuts Park and, and was the first ever Yard Goat to hit a home run at that ballpark. So um, he definitely has a special heart with uh, a special place in the hearts of Yard Goats fans back in Hartford.
1: I love that. All right, let's move on to our next prospect that I have to ask you about. Tolia, totally. we talking gold caliber gold glove caliber here how has he been doing this year yeah he's
3: really good defensively yeah he, he can go get it for sure but i think the thing that you pop that pops up when you uh when you see him is that he's a huge kid i mean former number one pick out of ucla and you know he's six five he's got a lot of muscle in the frame last road trip he actually hit a home run from both sides of the plate in a game it's the first time i've seen that happen he did that in in Bowie, maryland so he's got some really good power uh he hit a home run in portland maine last week that uh, had everyone talking uh, after the game he just crushed one i think it was heading somewhere towards the atlantic ocean but he's uh he's a very impressive talent and i think you would love to cut down the strikeouts get the batting average up a little bit more but he's really turning the corner i know he was striking out too much the first month of the season but he's cut those down he's got a five game hitting streak now so He's another kid, I think, that certainly has a chance to, at some point when he's ready, go up and help the Rockies.
1: Yeah, I was wondering about that strikeout rate, but it sounds like that is on the mend.
3: Yeah, it's difficult because you're constantly making adjustments, and he he does have that presence at the plate when there's not many guys that can hit a ball like he can. So the pitcher, I think, always has that in the back of his mind, and he knows that that home run ball is something that that can move him and and get him to the major league sooner. So, you know, in my career, watching guys, the home run hitters, they have the tendency to to strike out more because that's, that's sort of their game. They might not make contact, but when they do make contact, the ball is going to go 450 feet. So um, it's a game of constant adjustments. This is the toughest level in terms of, uh, going from one spot to the next. Um, you know, they always say single-A to double-A is the toughest adjustment. Double-A to triple-A isn't as much, I heard. Triple-A to the big leagues, obviously, that that's a different factor because the major leagues are the major leagues at the end of the day. But um, we've seen so many guys struggle. And, you know, Trevor Story struggled and, and had to repeat double-A as well. We, we mentioned Matt came back. I mean, some of the great stars that we watch in the game today had to repeat double-A for a couple of years. So um, So he's back, but... Hopefully he just continues to progress and, and gets a chance to go up to Albuquerque this season and hopefully, before long you see him in uh, in the Rockies purple up there.
1: Yeah, let's see. Um, I know before we started recording, you were telling me about Aaron Shunk. How has he been looking this season?
3: He's been good. He's a former star from the University of Georgia and really good defensively. And one thing that, uh, that I love coaches that move guys around in the minor leagues and Kristen Orphe has just done a great job with that. So he'll move around the infield. I mean, Tobar has been the shortstop basically daily. Once in a while, Hunter Stove will get some reps just to give him a rest. But but Shunk has been playing mostly third. But he'll he'll take reps at second as well. They just want to have him ready in case they have an injury or in case a spot opens up. But he is uh, now tied for second in the league in doubles. Hit a big home run the other night in Portland. He hit one last homestand. He's really starting to turn the corner. Because he did average-wise, Susie, he got off to a tough start. But now he's beginning to make those adjustments I mentioned. And he's another kid, I think, that's got a chance to, to maybe reach Colorado at some point.
1: How about Isaac Collins? Do you think he's got a chance, too? How's he been looking?
3: Yeah, listen, I think everyone's got a chance. This is a really good team. One thing I love about this team is that they pull for each other, too. Um, minor league baseball and, and pro sports in general, it, it's it's one of those things that you, you sometimes – find yourself selfishly rooting for you against your teammates and and it's just the reality is that you know who wants to go to the next level and these guys all push for one another and it's just so fun to see and you know a couple of the guys told me they, they said it's almost like a college atmosphere in that clubhouse they all love each other um the, it, into the dugout they went out and got a goat head that they kind of rally around so when someone hits a home run they have to throw on the goat head and run through the dugout. I know the Red Sox do it, where they jump in the carriage, they push them through the dugout. It's kind of the yard goats thing. And it was all the players that did that. So these guys really enjoy being around themselves and, you know, getting back to Collins, he hit two home runs. I mean, he's had some big hits for us this season. He had a go ahead home run in Portland last week. And uh, then he hit a, a home run two days later. So, and he's really good defensively. So I think there's a lot of guys on this club. Kristen Norpheus said, Susie, before the season started, there's going to be players on that, on this, this roster that deserve to play every day. But the reality is, they're not going to have a chance to play every day because there's so many good players. And now you're seeing that with the Hartford in first place in the standings
1: that's amazing yeah no, know it's not very often we get to see hartford in first place at the standings but i'm so glad you brought up the goat head because i've seen videos and gifts of it on social media of uh, i guess yeah tell me about the you mentioned the clubhouse atmosphere the you know connection with these guys amongst themselves is just great
3: they're just having a good time. They really are. I think they feed off these stars sort with of energy. Obviously, I don't have to tell you about the energy at Dunkin' Donuts Park because, in, you know, in, in terms of minor league atmosphere, I mean, I, I don't know if there's a better place. You know, the last three weeks weekends sold out Friday, Saturday, Sunday. I mean, I mean, the kids, they're like, wow, this is the ones that played here the first time. They're like, we've heard about Hartford, but you know, till you actually go out there and experience coming into the game and you look around and the place is packed and everyone's ready to cheer you on. And it, it's just, it's such a cool thing. And, you know, they've left some great memories so far. So, so hopefully those continue. But yeah, they, they, they just, it's an offense, Susie, that they never really feel they're out of a game. And in Portland the other day, we had a tough start. Kaufman gave up a couple of runs early on. Uh, the Yard Goats faced Kyle Hart, who two years ago was pitching in Boston with the Red Sox. And they took him to the wedge woodshed. They scored, they dropped seven run, uh, five runs off him. Two innings later, they scored seven times. So here's a team that was down four nothing after an inning. And some other teams, you know, they might just say, All right, let's just get through the game and you give away at bats. This Hartford team hasn't done that this season. They grinded bats out, they find a way to get in and get on, and they find a way to score runs. And that's the important thing to, uh, to, to make it happen in baseball.
1: That's a really good sign. That's a great mindset. I like to hear that. Is there anyone else that we need to be keeping an eye on here in Denver on the yard Coast?
3: Well, in terms of the pitching staff, I think PJ Poolin is really, uh, he, he's shown that he can pitch well, He's a former UConn star, lefty out of the bullpen, and he's been really good, um, not only coming in and getting left handers out, he's also, he came in a big spot last week against the righty with runners on base actually struck out one of the best righties for the Reading fight in Phils and then came in and, and, uh, and then stayed in the game and, and got the next batter, a lefty. So I think he's a guy that certainly you should keep an eye on. And Gavin Hollowell, who's been closing games, kid out of St. John's, he's a Jersey kid who's six seven and he throws really, really hard. So he's another kid that I know Rocky fans know, Riley Pint, who's really um, – he's pitched well this season. He's got, a, he's got an electric fastball. He's throwing 97, 98 miles an hour. And he got off to a good start that he had a little bit of a tough scratch, but he's pitching better now. And you never know. I mean, when you, you, one thing you can't do is you can't teach 97, 98 miles an hour. And nope. you know, you throw that hard and you're getting guys out of double a, you know, that they're watching in Colorado for sure.
1: Definitely. How many yard goats have made it up to the Rockies at this point? Is it 41? I know you it always is 41.
3: Keep count. It's yeah. 21. 41 now. So it's uh and I know Eli Harris Montero on that shuttle back and forth, so hopefully he can stay up there. But uh, it's been fun, and uh, you know, I know that list is going to continue to uh, to increase with uh, with some of the talent that we've seen here in Hartford. So uh, for Rocky fans out there, you know, definitely take a peek at the. Uh, if you'd be great if you want to listen to a broadcast or watch us on MILB TV, but if not, make sure you check out a box score because there's some guys that I'm sure in the next you know year or so will be heading your way.
1: Awesome. All right, Jeff Julie, thank you so much for joining us. Uh, before I let you go, tell everyone where they can follow your stuff.
3: Yeah, absolutely. So, uh, yardgoatsbaseball.com, and that's got links to basically everything. It's got our, our broadcast, Milb television, or um, we're also on uh, AM 1410, which is WPOP in Hartford, part of the iHeart radio group. So, uh, if you have the iHeart app, you can just click on it and get yard Yardgoats Baseball every night
1: all right love to hear it jeff thank you so much good luck with the rest of the season
3: you're the best susie thanks for having me i'll talk to you soon
0: such a great update
1: you know what i'm not gonna lie just watching that back i am hyped for the future of the rockies just knowing that there's so much talent down there in double a and i know Everyone always talks about Ezekiel Tovar, but then hearing about how stacked they are across the board, across that lineup, I'm excited. And I'm also like a little bummed that I don't get to live, you know, a half mile away from that ballpark to see all that action happening.
0: Yeah. You ask him like anybody else we should think about. He named three other players. I had three other players that weren't even talked about that. Mm -hmm. I'm like, oh, he's probably going to mention these guys. No, he didn't. Like that's how much talent that's there. Maybe not all of them are are going to be of the caliber of Ezekiel Tovar, where you're talking about a potential multi-time All-Star. But you're talking about again players that are going to contribute uh, in a really major way. So it was nice to see that, and and good to hear a little bit about Carl Kaufman, uh, as we did hear, uh, as we did get in the chat from Matthew about Ryan Rawlson, and an update. Of where are we going to see him soon? You're not going to see him until 2023 at the earliest. Uh, he's had shoulder surgery, so he's been shut down for the t- entirety of the year. So uh, Matthew Carl Kaufman maybe is the guy uh, that we could see. If, if you're looking uh, for some odds to be excited about somebody uh, in, in the upper levels of the minor leagues, maybe it's going to be him. We got Cinzetella and Justin Bieber on Tuesday night. Justin and Bieber. I said Justin Bieber, didn't I?
1: Yeah. Did you do that on purpose? No, it's actually Shane Bieber, but still, we got we got Thanks the. Thanks for beads. correcting
0: me because I didn't know. You I,
1: said Justin. I,
0: oh, I thought it was him. I thought it was the guy. I thought it was Justin.
1: Justin Bieber is pitching today, um, so Coors Field is going to be wild.
0: Well, we we <laughs> hope that the Rockies can hit a couple home runs and say bye bye bye. Right? No, no, man, know, I'm kidding. no. <laughs> Shane Bieber. I can't believe I said Justin. What a dummy. All right.
1: Were you thinking about making a Justin Bieber well, joke? Well, no. In my
0: notes, I just wrote Bieber because I know who Shane Bieber is. 2020 AL Young Award winner. Here's the thing. I set the uh, over-under at three wins. Say three and three for the six-game homestand. Members Discord. People are chiming in already. Again, you can only get access to that if you're a member to the DNVR.com. But I feel like three and three is pretty fair. I almost, Honestly, I would lean more towards two and a half wins than three and a half wins. Hmm. I, so that like that tells you where my head's at. but I think three is kind of the number.
1: I think I think Rockies are getting four wins this week. Whoa,
0: you're taking the over. I'm
1: taking the over I'm saying four. okay I yeah I,
0: there I we think go. it'll be like a, I'm say I'm gonna take the under. All I right. set the line but I'm gonna go under. They're going two and a half exactly and a
1: half. <laughs> Sounds good.
0: <laughs> and so I, I yeah sounds accurate. Hope, hope I'm wrong a little bit worried. We'll see if the Padres can exact a little bit of revenge on their day. Mm-hmm. It's their day. The Padres' day, Father's Day.
1: It it it, it will be their day. It, Love a little wordplay, you know. It
0: won't be their day because the Rockies are going to do well, and they're going to win four games. I like the prediction, Susie. Thank you. Uh, I like for all of you to go out and check out all of our content on Twitter at dnvr underscore Rockies. I'm at Patrick D Lyons on Twitter.
1: I am at the Susie Hunter on all platforms.
0: And this has been great, but you know what they say about momentum? It it only gets you so far. Your momentum, it's only as good as your next show. So we'll talk to you then.